Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark time will never fail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 61 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. This is Chris. Uh, don't be afraid to treat yourself. You're really getting to the spirit, aren't you? Uh, I was having trouble figuring out how to work that one in. Hey, it works perfectly. Thank perfectly. you. Thank you, Steve. Uh, what's, uh, what's, what's going on? In my life? Anything. Uh, you know, same old stuff. Uh, nothing unique that I can think of. Have you, uh, have you finished Stranger Things? I did. I did finish Stranger Things. Did you? No, I'm uh, three episodes in. Oh my! As of now, I, I was able to catch one today. Oh, you, oh, you have so much left. You have so, so many things to learn. I'm falling behind. We've been introduced to a uh, a new character, kind of. If you catch my drift. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I catch um, your drift. Yeah, you know what I'm talking You're about. You're talking about the new character. The new character. Yes. Yes. I mean, but it's I not, feel like... But it's not really a character. Well, really? So maybe it will become one. I mean, the per- the thing I'm thinking of is a new character. So you said thing, not person. Well, it is a person that I'm thinking of. Okay, I'm not thinking of a person. <laughs> <laughs> but why would you use the f- term new character when there is a new character... Never mind. We'll have to. I know. We'll have to I, talk I about, about this later. I said it. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, not much going on. Um, yeah, I um, I was doing some math today. Actually, if uh, fans of the show probably remember that we did the who would win guessing the tomato meter, and the first film in guessing our tomato meter, uh, came out this past weekend. Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. That is correct. So I was doing some math, uh, calculating some of the points here, and it is currently uploading, or it's loading onto my phone. Wait, you, you already took the scores? I thought we were going to wait a week, take like a week old scores. Well, so what I did was I was just playing around with it, and I figured out how to create a formula that could change if we need to change the score of the All tomato right. meter. So I, I, that's what I really was like working on, actually. What the heck? Why is it? It literally is just on my phone. Oh, it keeps crashing. All right, let's try it again. Ready? Let's see. It's not coming up right now. Kind of upset. Oh, your formula stuff? Uh, on my well, I mean, like it works, but the file is just not opening on my phone on Google on the Google Drive app. Ah, I'm not sure why it's not uh, opening. I mean, there's a lot to it because there's a lot of formulas in it, and well, that's a lot this of is actually good because I, I was reading up on what, um, how to make but, your podcast more interesting. And they said opening files okay. in Google Drive on your podcast. And then they <laughs> said perfect. bonus points. Really nailed this. Bonus points if it doesn't work or takes a really long time to load. It's perfect. <laughs> oh boy. Well, we're we're really hitting the the mark here. All right, it's not, I'm not going to waste any more time. Ten out but, of ten. Um, I do. 
I do remember uh, there were some people who were very close. Chris, I remember that you you were far off. You didn't get any points for your guess. Steve, I'm a very poor guesser, as I often Sorry, like to say. Uh, as of this morning when I checked, Thor Ragnarok was at 93%, and I think you guessed 70% for it. I don't remember. I, I yeah, could have randomly yeah, picked you, a number uh, and done worse or better. So I'm surprised did. at that. That's, That's going to come down a little bit, I bet. I think it might. I have not seen it yet. I've heard good things about it. Um, Me too, actually. I just yeah. didn't think it would do that great critically. I was kind of surprised because I feel like the first two Thor movies are not like. Yeah, the especially the second one. I agree. Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah, the second one has has some moments, but yeah, it's not 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 that great. So um, anyway, for those of you who've uh, reached out and and submitted it, we got Sal from Alaska. Yeah, thanks, good guys. friend Hugh Harley. Uh, a couple other people. Andy, can't Andy, the names on Andy top Baker of my got one right in. That's all. Glad to see him. Andy Baker did. Yep, did see that. Correct. So, um, like I said, going forward, we'll keep you updated. Unfortunately, I'm having a little phone issue right now uh, with what <laughs> what the scores are. Keep us updated on that, Steve. Um, and, and then I will. Hopefully, that that'll be my assignment for next week. Make sure I had one job to do, and I've completely dropped the ball on that one. But I do have the results of last week's poll now. Uh, the poll will still be open of the original airing of this episode. But uh, in honor of Halloween, we had who would win designing a haunted house for Halloween, uh, Michael Bay or Edgar Wright. And currently the Twitter poll stands 33% for Michael Bay and 67% for Edgar Wright. Sorry, Chris. Hey, that's all right. That sounds like it might only be three votes. I might be able to come back. That's true. You could you could, you could definitely come back I don't think I here. voted yet. So. Uh, we got... There you go. See, that's what happens. You always forget to vote. We um we did get some uh, shout outs on uh, Facebook. One of our friends, um, Eric, he reached out because uh, he doesn't have Twitter. And, and he said that he would have voted for Michael Bay. All uh, right. Purely because of the explosions. So you got to you got to win. Right what there, I was Chris. going for or a vote, I should say. That's it. And uh, we also got a message from a fan. I'm trying to find it here on my phone. Here we go. Uh, from fan Anthony Sal Davis. And he said, hey, guys, just finished listening to your latest episode. And I got to hand it to you, Steve. You convinced me. I went into the episode thinking I would definitely go back or go with Michael Bay. But after listening to the arguments, my mind was changed. I think the cold brew at the end was the final clincher. Great episode. Keep up the good work. I knew you were going to read that one. So I had to read that one, A, because it gave me a little <laughs> shout out there, uh, and uh, B, uh, we really appreciate that, Anthony, for you reaching out to us. Uh, whenever we get Twitter tweet or Facebook message or a comment on Instagram letting us know that people are actually out there listening, it actually makes it worth something, it feels. Well said, Steve. So there we go. All right, Chris, anything else you want to add before we get on to today's episode? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right, let's do it. All right, so please remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you'd just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a ratings on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? Today we have a, um, a presidential election, a long, long-awaited right. episode for us. This has been on our list for a while. Is that right? It really has been. So that it, it has, yes. Um, we we originally wanted to do this episode last year when there was actually a presidential election going on, but uh, I lost my voice. 
last year, and we weren't able to do it. That's right. So I Chris forgot and I were about sitting that. down, and yeah. yeah. So Chris and I were sitting down, and we were thinking, uh, what what could we do? What could we do for this week? And then we were thinking, all right, well, Tuesday is election day here in the United States. Now, granted, we're not electing a president, uh, but we thought, oh, maybe let's bring that one back uh, that we have going on today. So, so what do we have in in the battle? So we have uh, we have chosen two um, great political, um, you know, TV personas: um, Ben Wyatt and Leslie Nope of the show Parks and Rec. That's right. Great, great characters. And I think the interesting thing about this pick is that in the show, one of them does become president. That is true. But you but don't know which one, right? Interpretation of the viewer. Right, exactly. It's yeah, I tried to, to watch that scene in anticipation of this, and I couldn't find it, so I, I gave up. Uh, I found actually a GIF of it online. Um, if you type in, like, Leslie Ben President GIF, because uh, there's a Secret Service that comes, uh, agent that comes into them, and uh, he goes in between their heads, and he says, it's time to go. And then they both look at each other, and they leave. So it's it's implied that one of them is president, but... You never know who it is. It, they never say Mr. or Mrs. or Madam President. Mm-hmm. Anything thanks, along those lines. Thanks for that quick summary. Yeah, there you go. So um, so I thought that'd be fun uh, in honor of Election Day coming up. Uh, we don't have a, like I said, presidential election going on. In New Jersey, we kind of have a presidential election going on. If by president you we mean have governor. A new governor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll have a new governor uh, within the next week, I suppose. Yeah. I guess we'll see what happens. So, Chris, uh, who are you picking for this battle? I have chosen Ben Wyatt. Nice. Right? Got a little Ben That Wyatt. was me, right? That's it, yeah. All right, I got scared for a second that I accidentally <laughs> forgot and picked the wrong one. That's all right. We've, I've, the past couple of times I've seen you in the past week, every time I saw you, you forgot who you chose. So I definitely wanted to make sure that you didn't forget again today. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. And uh, I will be taking uh, Miss Leslie No as well now i want to point out something here this is the first time that we have a double dipper on the who would win podcast wait are you saying that one of these people has been on the podcast before that is correct which one i forgot back in the summer back (laughs) you weren't on this episode so that's why you probably don't remember uh back in the summertime when you were in austin texas dan came on the show and we did who would win a comic-con cosplay contest oh that's right we had we had um, Stephen Colbert versus Ben Wyatt, and I pitched Ben Wyatt dressing up like a Settlers of Catan board. Um, but that was strictly nerddom, where this is going to be more, I don't want to say political, but more. Uh, oh, yeah. We're going to get into know. some pretty deep political policy, I think. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Completely. So, so that's what's going on. So this is our first double dipper. Unless I'm wrong, fans, let us know if we have had a double dipper already, and I've just completely forgot. Technically, we did but, um, um, two Pokemon so Olympic episodes, at. but they were like part of a two-part back-to-back sep- uh, episodes. That's true. That's true. We need to do that again for this Olympics. I'm in. Uh, we got to bring back Dan. He's probably going to pull the Snorlax guard again. No, he wouldn't try that again. That'd be I don't crazy. Know. He did the first time. <laughs> we should pick a more right, like a obscure background. thing. Like we should pick like Digimon. I'm just kidding. No Ooh, one will know that'd who be they interesting. are. I would lose. I, I only nothing. remember I like lose. the orange one, the orange like T Rex dinosaur one. Did you ever watch that show? Yeah, I remember that one too. And uh, like, a little bit. I just he turned the into song. a bigger dinosaur. 
It was like Digimon, Digital Monsters, da na 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 na. But they could like de evolve, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was complicated. It was much more complicated. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they didn't like once they evolved, it was like a temporary thing. Yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> All right, want to give a little background about uh, Ben Wyatt? Sure, Ben. So Ben Wyatt, uh, played by Adam Scott basically like uh the role adam scott was born to play um ben wyatt <laughs> appears in the first time i think near the end of season two he's he's basically in the last two episodes of season two of parks and rec yep and after that he's a full-time character so when he appears he's a uh financial auditor is that the right term um uh yeah he works for the state yes he works for the state helping out with he like with like budgets because because at this time pawnee is like so out of money, super in much. debt. Yes, they're super in debt. Yeah. Um. So he comes, help them like trim, trim the waste, trim the budget, fire who they need to, you know, save money, and this kind of gets them on the wrong side of Leslie Nope because she's very protective of her department, wants to keep all her people, wants right. to keep all their programs, right. thinks everything they do is good. So they kind of butt heads and they kind of grow to respect each other, and then. If you've seen Parks and Rec, you know that they eventually get married. So, you know, kind of worked out, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. What are Ben Wyatt's accomplishments? Well, he he uh, politically worked his way up pretty um, pretty well across the season. So um, he was uh, a, a mayor, a uh, mayor of a small town earlier in his life when he was 18. But um, yeah, good for him. Starting off strong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, didn't, it didn't work out great, but I mean, I'm sure he gained some experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, he um, worked he as a camp. What's that? Impeached. What? Uh, we can talk about that he later. He's also impeached. That's not that important. Um, he was <laughs> campaign manager and strategist for Leslie Nope when she ran for city council. Uh, he eventually became the assistant city manager of Pawnee. Um, and then finally becoming the act, the full city manager of Pawnee. Until and then went on to become a member of the U.S. House of Representatives of Indiana. Yes, this is true. So that's what we know for sure from the from the show. And then, like you like you said, there was an ambiguous final scene where one of them became president. Exactly. He worked. Uh, he worked out other jobs along the way. He was occasionally an accountant. It was kind of a running gag that he would get hired by them and then immediately quit. Um, he worked for uh, um, he, the Sweden Foundation. Uh, yeah. It was, that's what I was gonna say. He was um, he worked for Sweetums. I like that accounting firm that he worked for. That was always really funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty funny. Um, he was a kind of a amateur inventor. He invented his own board game, The Cones of Dunshire. He considered yes, himself a bit of a, one day a filmmaker as well. He he had a claymation movie he was working on that he spent something like months on and made like what do you make like a like 30 seconds or less he made like five seconds oh yeah because it was like stop motion yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it ended up being like five seconds of a video he did have some rough patches in his career and then he invented some type of calzone i don't, I don't remember that but there was something with oh, a yeah, calzone he was a big fan of the calzone yeah he really yeah, likes he's a big fan of the calzone that's I mean, pretty much ben wyatt right there can't play yeah i mean i think you you summed him up perfectly he started out an outsider in pawnee and then really became part of the town that is true. Yeah. At first, it seemed like he really didn't like the town. And then after yeah. really learning to appreciate the people that were there, he overcame those differences and really, really joined in perfectly. And he and, and him and um, Chris Traeger really helped give the show some well-needed adrenaline. 
Agreed. Moving completely it agreed. Because once those two join, the show just completely picks up. Yes. It went from like good to great. And uh, I, I was reading so, that uh, they didn't originally plan to keep Chris Traeger, played by Rob Lowe, for, for that long. It just worked out so well with yeah, everything. I, I forget when he left. I think he left um, in like the sixth season. Yeah. He, yeah. He definitely made it through a bunch of seasons. And they did not plan to keep him for yeah. more than a season. Right. So perfect. All right. So a little bit about uh, Leslie Nope here, played by Amy Poehler. She first appeared in the first episode, the pilot episode, and she last appeared in the finale, One Last Ride. So she was in every single uh, episode. I'll be honest with you. When I first started watching the show, uh, I did not like her character at all. Um, I thought she was like very Michael Scottish, which kind of makes sense because the same people who made Parks and Rec made The Office. But I think after the first season, they kind of fix that up a little bit i think you're exactly right really Steve. made her character her own it started out as an idea to be a spin-off yeah. for the office but then they kind of made I it its own kinda, thing i wish it took place in the same universe i mean it really doesn't need to there's actually no need for it to but i think it'd be fun uh because uh rashida jones who was in both shows that would have been cool if she was the same character <laughs> it, re- it really wouldn't have done anything but it just would have been like a cool nod to the office they, but it, it is nice that it stands on its own they considered like a small joke where um like some type of copier would break in the office and end up in like the Pawnee building or something like that oh, to, to connect the the shows. Right. Yeah. And you're yeah, you're also spot cool. on in your uh, characterization of Leslie. They they did change her character after the first season in response to some criticism yeah, she was about just... her being like maybe too kind of too ditzy. She was like, yeah, she was too ditzy. Exactly. Kind of like that Michael Scott character. Exactly. But, yeah. uh, I really yeah, like she, what they did really with her character. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I don't mind her. Um, she can be a little much sometimes, but it's not like I hate the character whatsoever. Um, so a little bit about Leslie. She was born in January 18th, 1975 in Eagleton, Indiana. So she was actually born in Eagleton, uh, the rival town of Pawnee. But uh, she moved uh, to Pawnee soon after she was born. Uh, and when she atta- attended Pawnee North High School, she served as the co-vice president of the student body. Uh, she participated in various student organizations like the Model UN, the Debate Club, Mock Trial, Young Republicans, Young Democrats, Young Independents. Uh, so she was part of pretty much everything. Um, she also uh, helped moderate uh, Model United Nations for the high school when she was older. She also uh, is known for having a lot of um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of idols that she looks up to, some of which being uh, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, Madeleine Albright, Condoleezza Rice, Diane Feinstein, Janet Reno, Nancy Pelosi, and Larry Bird. Uh, in the show, she met Joe Biden and she also met John McCain, but she really didn't know she was meeting John McCain because she was like crying in like the Senate uh, coat closet, and he like <laughs> pops right. his head in and he's like, "Hey, can you?" He's like, can you pass me my coat? And she's like, now's not the time. <laughs> and like, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Which is a pretty good cameo by him. Uh, but uh, during the time of her career, uh, she is the deputy director of the Pawnee City Department of Parks and Recreation, uh, falling underneath her, her supervisor being Ron Swanson. She was also the regional director of National Park Service for the Midwest region. Um, which kind of happens towards the end of the series. I believe that's like the end of season six, season seven. Uh, she's also on the city council. Uh, she becomes the 
Deputy Director of Operations at the United States Department of the Interior. Uh, she was elected governor of Indiana and possibly the president of the United States. Um, she also, like we mentioned, she marries uh, Ben Wyatt. They have uh, triplets together. Uh, she has a lot of quirks that she's known for. She likes uh, JJ's Diner, which is the little uh, diner in town. Uh, she loves their waffles. Uh, she's a diehard Harry Potter fan. And um, she's... Uh, very likable. She has her quirks. Uh, she likes to make scrapbooks for like everything, which is insane. Uh, she'll have a scrapbook for, you know, her and Anne going out and getting ice cream for like an hour. And like the next morning, she'll have this huge page filled with the receipts and the ice cream cone wrappers and the napkins that they used and all the pictures that she took. And Anne would have no idea that those pictures were even taken. Um, so, she, I mean, she's a really, really good friend, though she can be uh, a little much sometimes. Uh, she doesn't stop making you feel special or doesn't stop making you laugh also. So that's a little bit about uh, Leslie Nope. Thanks for that, that background, Steve. No, no problem. All right, so, so, so what's, what do you think his platform would be? What do you think he has to bring to the table in order to qualify as president? So um, I think Ben Wyatt brings, first and foremost, honesty and integrity and good character. Now, the thing is, okay. that's what every politician says. So how do you kind of distinguish yourself as that being true? Well, for one, he does have the documentary TV series Parks and Rec to show what a good character he is and a nice guy. And he cares about people. <laughs> All like, right. like one of the things okay. he does when he first is brought in in season two, or this might happen in the beginning of season three, but I think it's the end of season two, to kind of, you know, slash the, the Pawnee budget. Leslie wants to have some type of like it was some planned event like for kids or something, but they're not going to have the budget for it. But she wants to hold it anyway, so he helps her out by by getting uh some musical guest to, to pay to come there. He just like pays them out of his own pocket just because he's a good guy. That's just the kind of guy he is. You know, he cares about kids, he cares about people. Freddie Spaghetti. Freddie Spaghetti. Is Thank it, is you. Freddie Spaghetti. It is Freddie Spaghetti. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. And I think something else funny happens with that, but I forget. But the point of it is, he's a good guy. He did the right thing. And that's what Ben okay. is. He's a good guy who does the right thing. So that's not all you need to be president. He does have the political experience. He started out mayor, like I said, but goes into uh, running campaigns. He knows the ins and outs of what you need to run a successful campaign. Not just for Leslie's city council campaign. He goes on to work in Washington, D.C., where he runs a congressional campaign for, uh, like, some guy. I forget his name. Congressman Murray. He gets offered a, a campaign manager job in Florida, but he turns that down to move in, to uh, marry, to stay with Leslie. He, um, he gets a city manager job at Pawnee, and then eventually goes on to be in the House of Representatives, which is a good stepping stone to president. It is. It's curious that you brought that up, because I, I, I was researching to see how many presidents started off as members of the house of representatives and it's not a ton i mean it's probably like 15 how's it compared to governors and uh do, that i don't know i just have a members who served as president okay but would you like to take a guess of who was the last president to serve as a member of the house of representatives um that would be um Taft. No. Sorry. And Taft wasn't even a member of the House of Representatives. Okay, I'm not a very good guesser, like I said. 
That's all right. Don't worry about it. It was George H.W. Bush. Oh, okay. Yeah, he served for the Texas um, House of Representatives from 1989. Oh, no, sorry, from 1967 to 1971. And before him was Gerald Ford and Richard Nixon, LBJ, JFK, William McKinley, James Garfield, Rutherford B. Hayes, Andrew Johnson, Lincoln, Buchanan, Pierce, Fillmore, Polk, Tyler, Harrison, Jackson, Adams, John Quincy Adams, and James Madison. So, How many so did you say that was 15? It is possible. I, I think it's about 15. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. About 19. Actually, about 20. Okay, I'm showing 18 presidents who were former governors. So pretty close, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. It's, it, that actually surprises me how many served as a um, member of the House of Representatives. Now, what I'd be really curious about is who served as House of Representatives and then went right into the presidency. And I don't – James A. Garfield, he did. Um, uh, let's see who else. Not many others. So I can also see Interesting. governors who were elected while gov- who were elected president while governor, and I'm seeing Rutherford B. Hayes, Grover right. Cleveland, McKinley, Theodore Roosevelt, Woodrow Wilson, Calvin Coolidge, Franklin Roosevelt, Bill Clinton, and George W. Bush. Okay, wow, One, so two, really not that three, many. Four, five, six. So that's eight. So only eight former governors became president, or that's why well, they were no, governors? no, o- only eight. Governors became president while governor. Gotcha. Okay. And there are a bunch of asterisks I've seen, but I don't feel like reading them all. So some of those have asterisks, just so you know. That's fine. Don't worry about it. All right. So, I mean, we're actually pretty comparable, I think, on, on terms of those stats, right? Uh, I think I think so. I think that um, Leslie would have more experience running um, a big area, governing a big area. I mean, being governor of Indiana, you're basically the president of Indiana. You have to work with the legislature to help get laws passed for the people of Indiana. Whereas I feel Ben, as a member of the House of Representatives, is more focusing on the people in his district, not really the people of Indiana as a whole. So I think that Leslie would have more experience really governing a large area and dealing with uh, issues that her people are facing, and she can apply those skills to being president. I mean, that's a fair point. How many how many representatives do you think Indiana has? I just looked it up. Um, I'm going to guess 11. Nine. They have nine. Nine? All right. That's so you're right. One in nine, smaller area to cover. I mean, it's still a, right. you know, a respectable position. He, he, you, he doesn't deal, like you said, with running a whole state, but he also is then like, deals with day-to-day operations of congress he deals with other congressmen and sometimes senators i would imagine this is true and and you kind of learn maybe some different skills maybe make some different uh allies that would, might be more useful when you're running a presidential campaign kind of closer to true. dc now one thing i'd bring up is as you brought up this notion that uh we're going to use the people could use the documentary parks and recreation as uh, a window to the character's souls if if you want to go that way. I did say that, yes. All right. So going off of that, Leslie Nope never slacks off, ever. Even when she's, like, not wor- working, she's working. Technically, she there are a couple, like, very work. small periods where she does, but mostly, like, for comedic effect. And... Correct. Yes, I would say that. Um, but Leslie Nope 
you would be guaranteed that she would not waste any time. She would not waste the taxpayer's money. Um, she would do what needs to be done in order to get the job done. She uh, comes up with great ideas, or if she doesn't have one, she will make sure that she figures something out, not just come back to the table and say, I got nothing. Um, if we're looking at Parks and Rec, the documentary, we can see that there have been some significant low parts in Ben Wyatt's life. Like when I forget if it's when he gets fired from Sweetums or something happens, and he doesn't have a job anymore. And he spends like two weeks creating the cones of Dunshire, which, hey, that is super cool. But that doesn't really serve any purpose to improving the lives of people in his district or people around the, the country. Well, first of all, that's debatable because Cones of Dunshire was an amazing game. Second of all, well, it's never been released to the public to actually try out. Only the people in that small accounting place got to try Cones of Dunshire. Wait, I, it didn't make it to the. Why did only they get it? I thought he they left just it really to liked it. Remember? Well, then, no, but remember then them. the people from Grizzle also knew how to play it in like season like six or seven because it oh, really? had like become like a major popular game. Oh, okay. But anyway, let's go back a couple steps because you touched on a lot of things that I need to kind of talk about. So first, you mentioned okay, go ahead. You mentioned Ben got fired from his Sweetums job. So he got fired yes. from his Sweetums job because of comments Leslie made uh, in anger and in her rush to do things. Because that's the thing, as you mentioned, Leslie is always working. Is always, you know, what well, I forget how you worded it. You know, she's never slacking off. But she's also doesn't always take a breath to kind of be like, is this the best thing to do? Like, should I maybe like take a step back and chill out for a little bit? Leslie doesn't chill out. That's why she made right. those comments about Sweetums, which led them to fire Ben. Okay, I can see that. She she uh, it was it was when I believe they were trying to ban the large. So it's either when they were making those super huge drinks that were like five hundred twelve ounces, yeah, which they right. called like a kid or something because it was the size of a kid. But um, or when they were right. trying to replace their drinking water with sweetened, uh, sweetened oh, with like soda or something. Yeah, <laughs> I forget. Water. But anyway, she basically like publicly lashed out at Sweetums, and they fired Ben, which you know, understandably so, made Ben kind of sad. But it, when he went on to invent, uh, you know, Cones of Dunshire, make a five second stop motion claymation movie, and um, something with a calzone. I forget. I think he said he invented some type of calzone. Was but it a low to... cal calzone? I forget. You have to remember, though, that right then and there, that is proof that Leslie is not thinking of the corporations. She is not thinking of her family first. She is thinking of the people that she represents. So She doesn't care that her husband works for this, co this company, this corporation. She's going to let them know what she feels about what they're doing and how she thinks that it's wrong. And unfortunately, her husband was fired because of her words, but that's because she was sticking up for what was right for the people. So that's fine, but maybe she should have found a more diplomatic way to go about it that could have maybe still changed Sweetums' practices, but also not Possibly. throwing her husband under the bus. I think in a perfect world that would have happened, but probably probably would not have worked out with that Sweetums. That Sweetums lady was evil. She was awful. She was awful. That is true. Yeah, she was pretty bad. And how? I mean, it would look pretty bad if uh, someone running for president has uh, a spouse that works in the private sector with you know, running a corporation like that, you know, if they start passing all these laws, that's going to start helping out Sweetums or. So you know, I'm giving... pretty sure that happens like all the time. 
It really does. And unfortunately, and he didn't really, really run it. He did like he did like a small part of stuff for them. So let me ask you a question here. Do you think uh, Ben would be trustworthy with like working on the budget and uh, trying to spend the taxpayer monies? Not, I mean, that's not his job. I shouldn't say that, but making sure that the the appropriate funds are are being used in their their f- full respect. I actually think uh, fiscal stuff might be some of his strengths because of all his experience as the um, uh, what was it? I I, I want to find the title that he that he had in uh, when he started off. Budget man, no, where is it? He was the Indiana State, State, State auditor. auditor. State auditor. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. he he was basically dealing with budgets all the time. He loved it. He loved budgets. He loved like pulling out his calculator and doing budgets. And then he uh he did a city manager job too and had to deal with finances for the city. And then he also was a was a good accountant. He he had all he had, well, a couple accounting ex- experiences that were mostly short lived. But I think Ben's going to be great with money. I think I think fiscal policy is going to be his strength. Now he does like to treat yourself or he treat himself. Uh, when he when right then and there he takes all all of his money and blows it on a Batman costume. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's being very fiscally responsible. How do you know it was all of his? I money? can see the ad. I I. I, I mean, did you see the Batman costume? It was yeah, it was, pretty, it was like movie quality. It was, nice. it was nice. So I'm saying it's pretty nice. I, but I'm, I mean, I'm he also has a good he job. Blew I mean, a significant amount of money. He was like a single guy for a long time. He probably has a lot of savings, especially someone who loves budgeting so much. He probably budgeted like tons of money. Well, that's when he's. Well, that's when he was uh, living with Leslie. So I'm assuming he was probably making more money then than Leslie was at that time. So I'm sure that they were helping each other out with their finances. I mean. What I'm trying to say spending is, a lot of money I think on a, Ben on a could Batman afford costume. a Batman costume. I can see the commercials now. The Ben Wyatt spends money on Batman costumes. I don't see anything wrong with that. If Unfortunately, anything... in today's political climate, in today's political climate, it probably wouldn't do anything. Yeah, people like, don't people really like, seem oh, to cool. care about awesome. things. I don't know what people care about these yeah, days. They really don't. I don't know either. I have no idea whatsoever. <laughs> you've been you've been hitting hitting Ben a little bit. Let me let me bring up some things about Leslie. So, um, all right, she she was recalled. Is that true from her councilwoman woman position? Yes, she was recalled. So the the citizens that she represented of Pawnee disliked her so much they recalled her, and she lost the recall election. But that's because she was trying to do what was best for the people, and the people were just too stupid to understand what was going on. She was going against that stupid Bobby Newport. Though that was, uh, I think that was a different Remember? thing. So she beat Bobby Newport to be to for council. Was that, was that a separate one? Yeah. She so she, that okay. was who she ran against, and she won. Then she was councilwoman okay. for a little bit and got recalled. Okay. So are you saying your platform is Leslie Nope because you're too dumb to know I'm trying to help you all? Um, it's possible. I don't know if that's the best idea. I think that's going to kind of rub people the wrong way. I, I could see that. I could. <laughs> it's like, unfortunately, like the people, a lot of the constituents, they're kind of dumb and they may not really know, especially in Pawnee, they may not really know what is good for them. And that's why they need someone like Leslie to step in and essentially like take care of them. Because if you were to ask the people of Pawnee, do you want your water fountains to be filled with like sweet and sugar water? I guarantee a strong majority of them are going to say yes. Well, and they luckily did for Leslie a little bit. is that person. 
Right. And Leslie is that person who will stand up and be like, no, that you are wrong. That is not what you're supposed to do. You do not need that whatsoever. And now this is where we open up an, uh, a very interesting ethical question. Should a government representative or someone governing the people, should they do what they think is best for the people or are they supposed to do what their people want? And if, you know, a strong majority of her people want the the water, the sugar water, should she give in to their demands and be like, fine, this is what you want. This is this is your choice and you're going to have to live with the consequences. Or should she be the type of um, government official who says what you want is wrong and eventually you will thank me for that? I think there might be uh, like a middle ground there. Like, it, and and there's no blanket answer, I would say. Like, I couldn't just be like, oh, she has to always do what she thinks. Because on the one hand, she is elected by the people to, like, do what the people want, you know? So if she's always Absolutely. ignoring their wills, she's going to, you know, get kicked out like she did. Correct. Right. But like you said, like, I, I mean, I'm... sometimes people do want the wrong thing. And maybe maybe the answer to that is, like, doing a little like publishing some some research about which one is better for safety you know something like that like convince the people why you're right if it's the right thing show them which is, is kind of what and ended I, up I, happening with the with the water thing because like she was trying to get fluoride in the water yeah, i feel like she did yeah she did and try. she had that campaign right. she launched a campaign oh, i don't want to help you but i mean sure i mean that's i mean it's true it's true she 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 wanted to make sure that the people knew what was really in their best interests and I mean, it's not e easy and it takes time, but you know, you really got to be like, Hey, listen, you need to listen to me. You might disagree with me now, but this is really the best, the best way to go. Look at the evidence. Look at my, my arguments here. It's, it's really what we should do. I I can't argue with that. That's, I don't think sounds I, good. I, I don't, I don't think Leslie would be the type of politician who is so focused on reelection, which is how most of our politicians are today. They make decisions based on whether or not they'll be reelected in the next cycle. And I think that um, her stunt as a city councilor is proof of that. Like she is like, hey, if they're going to recall me, they're going to recall me. I did exactly what I wanted to do to help these people. And unfortunately, they just could not see what I was going for. That's fair. I think I think Ben Wyatt would, would be the same way. I mean, he's a person of principle, and I think he he would do the right thing also. I agree. I do like Ben Wyatt. He's a good guy. It's hard not to like either of these people, I think. Yeah, they're both they're both really good candidates. Now, do you think they'd be running against one another uh, in this situation? I mean, I feel like they would they would never do that. To each I other. feel like they'd probably both be uh, Democrats, so they probably would only run against each other in the primary if they did. But when right. the things the times in the show when they both considered running, they did not run against each other. I think they were both considering running for governor, and then Ben decided to let Leslie do it. Yeah, and be her campaign manager. Right. Um. In season seven, it is revealed that Leslie is a Democrat. I'm not sure about Ben, but he probably would run as a Democrat. Because I, I think when uh, there was something about the DNC, oh, maybe that was when, when they talked about Leslie, because it was like the DNC was interested her, in her as a candidate. Right. But uh, I mean, something something else I'm going to bring up, and this is going to help your argument, too. Um, but I mean, that's what we do on this show. Ben Ben does have good experience dealing with uh, issues overseas. Oh, when they went to England, he, you're right. He he did serve as a diplomat 
uh, I mean, he wasn't representing the United States, but he was a United States citizen going over there, and he really hit it off. Well, not as well as Andy did, but uh, <laughs> he did do a he did do a good job going overseas. Was he knighted over there? Because I think I was, I saw in some of the wiki stuff he was referred to as Sir Ben Wyatt. Yeah, he is um, right here. He's a KBE, um, which is most excellent order of the British Empire. So he's a he's a sir. That's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. So I mean that's pretty that's pretty impressive putting that on your uh on your political resume there. I've actually read that there is a somebody proposed a constitutional amendment that if you are knighted, you have to give up your American citizenship. Who did that? That sounds stupid. I don't know. It was because I forget why. Oh, I, I listened to a podcast called Constitutional by the Washington Post. And they were talking about the 27th Amendment and how it took 203 years to ratify. And while I was listening, I started thinking in my head, I wonder what other constitutional amendments they have out there that were close or people have proposed. I mean, I know there's tons out there, but I was really curious. So I started digging, and that was one of them, that if you are knighted in a foreign country, you have to give up your rights as an American citizen, which I thought was kind of interesting because you can be a dual citizen. Why being a knight, does that make anything, anything different? Because knights today are so different than they were, you know, 200, 300 years ago. Yeah. What I think of it is, it's just like kind of being honored by that country. Like it's almost like getting their medal of freedom or something. Right. Exactly. Which, why do you have to give up your citizenship to be honored by another country? Right. I mean, if anything, yeah, we should be more know. proud. Makes, we'll be like, sense. we like this guy. This other country likes this guy. He's a great guy. Right. It's perfect. Yeah, he's a, he's a great person. So I'd, I'd be curious if if, uh, if could you run for president if you've been knighted in a different country? I'm sure you could. I don't see why. It's not it's not a requirement to be president. It's not a non-requirement to be president. Right. Exactly. I don't see why not. I wonder if anybody would. If, I wonder if anybody would like. If anybody would make a stink about it, like, oh, oh he sure. was knighted over there, oh, he can't I mean, be president here. In the political climate of the United States, I'm absolutely sure someone would make a stink about it. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, he's on, he or she is un-American because she was knighted by by England, who is our, you know, ex <laughs> ex, ex lovers. <laughs> so, are there any causes? Are there any causes that you think Ben would really, really care about? Yes, I have a good one, but I made it up. It's not supported by the show. But you'll see why in a second. Okay. It, All right. Ben would make one of his signature pieces of legislation the international country endeavor to omit weaponry that is nuclear. What does that stand for? Ice Town. <laughs> Did you just come with that on the top of your head? No, I thought of it in advance. Because <laughs> I thought it would be the ultimate full circle political career for him to start as mayor with the failure of Ice Town and finish it with as president <laughs> with the success of Ice Town. It's a it's a it's a oh nuclear disarmament treaty such a good pull. that he works on with other countries to reduce nuclear weapons throughout <sighs> the world. That is such a good pull. That is I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give you a little clap right now. That is that is phenomenal. Thank you, uh, eagle-eyed listeners. Will notice that there are two words at the end that are not part of the uh, acronym. That is because you know how you can use little words and they don't have to always count. That's what I did at the end exactly. there. You know what? Since that was just so good, I would be upset if anybody held you for it. Wow, thanks, Steve. So uh, I, since, I, I since I'm on a roll that. here, I'm gonna convert. Go I'm gonna I'm gonna um, take this into some mudslinging here and bring up the time when Leslie Nope was arrested. Uh oh. 
Go ahead. Do you remember why she was give, arrested? Give, give some give some background. So, Pawnee Eagle Town share a border. I don't know why I said Eagle Town. Eagleton. They share a border. <laughs> Eagleton, rich snobs. Pawnee, hard working folk. Bit of an oversimplification, but that actually is kind of yeah, that's what the show good. does. Yeah. Um Eagleton puts up a fence along the border. Uh, that happens to be like through a park that they share or something like that. And yes. Pawnee is like, this fence, we got to get this fence taken down. And Eagleton's like, no way. Pawnee's gross. We want to put a fence up. So in uh, in a rash, Leslie, um, I think, I don't know if she suggests or organizes or how much she's involved with a campaign or more of like a riot slash protest to take garbage and throw it over the fence on the Eagleton side. So uh, right. the Eagleton city manager who Leslie or not city manager, um, uh, parks and rec, um, the same, the same job Leslie has. Right. But the Eagleton, Eagleton version is up. Here's about this gets upset, comes and says, Hey, stop throwing garbage over the fence. They get in a fight and are eventually both are arrested for their role in the fight. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to pull out the old phrase one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. Are you sure you want that associated with your presidential campaign? She needed to do what was right to help her people get the justice they deserved, get the park they deserved. I think you're gonna be you're gonna miss Ben Wyatt's uh, did, campaign did. help with your slogans of "You're stupid, I know what's right for you," and "I'm not a terrorist, I'm a freedom fighter." I mean, you should, should definitely have, workshop them. Should she have taken the diplomatic approach? Possibly. Do you think Ben but, Wyatt would have fought someone in a pile of garbage? Uh, no, I do not. Because <laughs> he's he's calm uh, and he collected. Did, if he did, there would have been swords involved. That is the only way he would have fought somebody. That that might be true. Which would have been pretty cool. Yeah. But um, yes. Does does Leslie have a tendency to to look before she leaps? Absolutely. You mean to leap before she? Looks. I mean leap before she looks. To Thank leap you. to not look, then leap. It, you know, right? You can say leap it before she looks. Yes, uh, she does. She does have that tendency. But um, in the long run, she knows what her goal is, and she knows that what she's doing will be looked on by the historians as one of the best decisions that was ever made. She knows that. She does. She's she's completely well aware of that fact. While she's doing some of the things, she's like, hey, this is going to look really crazy right now, and people are going to look at me and think, wow, what is she doing? And, oh, my God, she's getting arrested. But in years from now, they're going to look back on this and think, Leslie made the right choice. She knew exactly what she was doing. She knew exactly what the repercussions were. And she was doing what was right for her people. Steve, I'm sorry to insult Leslie Nope with this comparison, but you know there's another prominent politician who also believes that history will judge him as the greatest president of all time. I, I do. I'm, I'm not trying to say that Leslie's like that at all. Uh, Leslie's not the healthiest person that has ever lived. <laughs> Leslie probably doesn't have the best memory of any person who has ever lived. Um, Leslie doesn't have the best words. Uh, um. She might know How words, often but does Leslie call words. Sean Hannity, though? Uh, probably not very frequently, considering she would run on the Democratic ticket. 
That's true. So she would probably never call into Sean. She Hannity. might prank call him sometimes. <laughs> she might actually. Knowing Leslie's character, that sounds like something she would absolutely do. And then like she would like people would ask her about it and she would just deny it. And she'd be like, That wasn't me. <laughs> She's like, I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. That was my publicist. <laughs> like, Leslie, is, is your are you your own publicist? She'd be like, No, who would do that? That does sound uh, like a Leslie thing. Yeah. It sounds like something Leslie would do. Uh, some causes that I feel like Leslie would uh, be very sh- strong in, uh, gender equality. Uh, she would definitely want to try to encourage more women to enter politics. And um, she would definitely just want to make the world a happier place, which I know sounds like corny. But, I mean, you you want a leader who's going to make the world sound sound nice like like it is i mean the world is a nice place our country is a nice place to live do we have problems yes we do have problems uh i mean fortunately we don't have some problems like other countries around the world uh but we need a president who would acknowledge that and say hey listen we're good we're not a hundred percent perfect and we never will be but every single day we need to work to get towards that goal uh so that way everybody can live a very prosperous and enjoyable life I think that's that's very true, Steve. And that, and that's what I got for Leslie Nope. Anything else you want to add for uh, Ben Wyatt? I pretty much before um, we get into some fun facts. I went over all my um specific examples. I was just gonna give a quick uh, overall summary of my Ben Wyatt argument. Sure. So I, I think he has a great combination of financial experience, political experience, and private sector experience that like businesses and small businesses are going to be interested in because i mean really people want a president that's going to like care about them and like know what their problems are and i I think ben really has a life that he experienced everything from small town issues to big government issues to foreign affairs issues uh so i I think his resume looks nice i think he's a good guy i think people are gonna connect with him and realize he has their best interests in mind and i think they're gonna really get behind ice town this time which is the (laughs) international the international country endeavor to emit weaponry that is nuclear. Uh, fans of the show, please make a logo for the Ice Town Project. <laughs> I know someone will do it. That'd be cool. <clears throat> All right. So, Leslie Nope, she is extremely hardworking. I would argue that Leslie probably would not take a paycheck for being president. I think that she would just love the job so much, and it's been something she's wanted her entire life that she would just forego her. Uh, salary and she would donate it to some sort of cause probably she would donate to a parks department or the department of the interior since that's kind of where she got her footing but um also kind of like what you said about ben she has experience working with local level problems so she knows the issues that you know small town communities and individuals are dealing with during her time as a city councilor being the deputy director of the parks and recs department um, she also has experience working in the executive branch already. She was the deputy director of operations at the U.S. Department of the Interior, which falls underneath the executive branch. So she already has experience working in the bureaucracy, uh, working for that branch, uh, dealing with issues that uh, will come by being in the executive and implementing those laws. Um, she was also the governor of Indiana, uh, which comes with a lot of experience of running you know, you're basically running a small country because a lot of the states have bigger GD- GDPs than uh, uh, some countries out there in the world. 
So uh, she she has experience working with the assemblies and the senates, legislative groups trying to get laws passed to help the people, the people that she used to you know work with while she was a small town uh, councilwoman. And I think that would translate very well to her experience um, as a president. Like I said, she's hardworking. She would never slack off. And she will do what she knows is right for the people. Uh, sometimes some of the best presidents make decisions that are extremely controversial at the time. And history remembers them for those decisions. And we realize that those were the best decisions that needed to be made. Though they were extremely unpopular, it is what needed to be done. And I think that she would embody all of those things and be a very successful president. All right. We'll leave this one up to the fans. See what they think. Absolutely. There will be the Twitter poll where you guys can let us know who you think would win in a or who you I guess we could word this as who you think would win a presidential election. And it would just be either Leslie or Ben. We're not really having them go against each other. Just who would be the better president. I suppose. you're right. You're right. Yes. Yeah. So go off of that as to who you think would be the better president, not who. You know, Ben versus Leslie. Any fun facts, Chris? You want to put um, out there before well, we I, I sign said off my the the show was initially conceived as a spinoff of The Office. It was right. originally going to be titled Public Service. Um, NBC changed it because they didn't want to be seen as making fun of public service. The role of April Ludgate was written <laughs> specifically for Aubrey Plaza. It's perfect. She was so good in that role. Um, Ron Swanson was loosely based on a real life government official that the writers met while doing research for the show. They, uh, I'd were, love to meet that guy. They met, uh, it was a female in Burbank, California, who they were talking to. And she said that she didn't really believe in the mission of her government job herself. <laughs> um, that, that is Ron Swanson mm-hmm. right there. In a, uh, speaking in of show. Ron Swanson, do you remember he had a poster of Bobby Knight in his office for season one? Yeah. It was removed after that. Uh, and the only reason they Why gave that? was, quote, legal reasons. Uh, I guess they threatened a lawsuit. Uh, maybe they were afraid of, like, uh, some of the controversies with Bob N- Bobby Knight. Maybe. Those are the best facts. Um, the show didn't get great reviews in- after season one. And uh, I would definitely I agree. It. I think Honestly, season I one was the, the weaker. Season. Yeah. Yeah, Allie was like, oh, you got to watch the show. And I watched the first season. I'm like, the show sucks. And she goes, no, you really need to get through season two. And then it really gets good. Which is true. I think that's right. Yeah, it's very, very true. Uh, those are my fun facts. Did you have any? Okay. Um, some fun facts about Leslie. She's been a dues-paying member of the Indiana Organization of Women since she was nine. Uh, so this is something she's been taking seriously like her entire life. Um, let's see. Her favorite food is whipped cream. Um, she also eats whipped cream on top of her waffles at JJ's diner. She likes to put sugar on pasta, which is kind of disgusting, but hey, <laughs> that's that's what you want to do. Go for it. Uh, ooh, I found another. One. Oh, here's a good one. Um, she reveals in one of the episodes that she usually gets only three and a half hours of sleep a night, which is Hey, if you want a president who's going to be working around the clock and when a situation arises in the middle of the night, you want that president who's going to be awake and able to deal with the issue. Boom. Someone who's only asleep three and a half hours of the night. Or if you want a president with unhealthy sleep habits who's going to die of a heart attack in office. Maybe. (laughs) Is there a correlation between lack of sleep and heart attacks? Uh, I just made one. Okay. Correlation does not cause causation. I do remember that from AP Psych class. 
Um, she okay, so just to be clear, like you're not advocating three and a half hours of sleep per night, in addition to, to calling people stupid. What do you mean three and a half hours of sleep per night? Do you say that's fine? Why would that relate to calling people? Well, I'm just saying these are I mean, Leslie's. This is to... Leslie's principles. Not getting an getting an unhealthy I, amount I mean, of sleep. I wouldn't want three and a half hours. Yeah, I wouldn't want three and a half hours. But if that's if that's the amount that she needs to function, that's that's fine with me. I don't care how much she needs. I guess I am too. I mean, if she was like going into cabinet meetings and she's like falling asleep because she's exhausted, then I'd be kind of worried. But if she's fine with that, then go for it. I mean, she does seem fine, so I guess I can't argue too yeah. much. Right. Exactly. Um, she forced Anne to watch all eight Harry Potter movies with her. Um, she thoroughly enjoys scrapbooking, like we said. So, she, I mean, her her scrapbook of being president would be amazing. She'd have so many cool things in there. Um, and uh, that's that's pretty much what I got. She has triplets. I don't think we ever find out the name of the triplets. Uh, I think she has them at the end of season six, and then season seven, since it takes place in the future you never really get to see them let me see let me scroll up real quick yeah that, that is right they did a flash Children. forward oh no they do have the names yeah they do have the names i was wrong wesley wyatt stephen wyatt and sonia wyatt so hmm. two boys and a girl so so that's that's leslie nope for you so leslie versus ben wyatt and who would be the best president who would win a presidential election not going head to head just going off of since one of them becomes president who do you think would be the best president in the long run. Chris, anything else you want to you want to add? Mm, no, I think that about wraps it up for me, Steve. All right. So if you live in a state where there's an election going on, I mean, everywhere there's elections going on, but if, if you have a big election like a governor or a senator or house member, please make sure you go out and vote. Um, it's a great right that we have here in the United States to be able to choose our leaders and definitely take advantage of it and go out and vote this Tuesday. And if you want to vote also for our Twitter poll, you can go on to Twitter or you can reach out to us and let us know who you think would win a presidential election going with uh, Leslie Nope or Ben Wyatt from Parks and Recreation. So please remember, as always, to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Sir, we're sober. We would like to get tattoos in our bodies because we love each other. Tattoos? This is a pawn shop. But yeah, sure, I can do that. Yes, <laughs> Look what he's doing, he's breaking pens. This is the idea of the century. Right here. Ow! The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.